I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth. Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, happy Halloween from the Turkey Boys. Right, what's popping off, my guy? What's happening, Hoops? Um, I am notably not much of a Halloween guy. Mm, no. Admittedly, no. I don't like to drink. Or I, I, Not even that I don't like to, I just can't. I, I don't dress up. Like I've, I don't think I've worn a costume. Like I'll put on like the silly PJs, but in terms of putting on like a Halloween costume, that's not my bag. So you don't want to come to the costume party I'm going to later this evening? I sure don't. <laughs> Fuck. The only sober guy. Like, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's popping? This is supposed to be a spooky Dracula song. What that clanking? Is that music? Yeah, it's like a scary... <laughs> Welcome to our Halloween spectacular filled with bits that will make you scream in agony and disgust. This isn't Halloween-y at all. You know what I'm going to do? I got a better one. I got, I'm gonna, I'll do you one better. But yeah, who do you think I should go as to this costume party tonight? Hmm. I was thinking about going as Seth Rogen and just doing the laugh all night and holding two like pottery orbs cuz that's his new thing. Is Brian Laundry hack? <laughs> does he what does he look like? Just a man on earth. Like but you could do like a hiking thing and I don't know. Yeah. It would be fun to have everyone ask you who are you? Who are you supposed to be? I'm Brian Laundry. And if they don't remember who he is, famous murderer. They'd love that. But yeah, maybe I'll go Seth Rogen. Give me a fun excuse to smoke <laughs> weed all night for the fans. <laughs> but yeah, we're back. My power's been out since Tuesday because of a fucked up windstorm that happened the other day. So I've been losing my mind and it's been affecting my turkey intake. Are you like way down on movies as a result? I'm down. Three days your out. Mind? Three days that should have been filled with at least a turkey a day. Me being like fake optimistic, like, oh yeah, it'll be back any day. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't be. The no, South Shore is a black hole when it's it comes to up. like infrastructure, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like the roads. Let's go deep South Shore chat for the next 25 minutes. Fans love that. They do. <laughs> but it's funny like how quickly you lose your mind when oh, the yeah. power's out. For like 10 minutes, it's charming, and it's like, yeah, maybe I'll read a book or play a board game. You with that candle in the book? That got me. <laughs> and then I'm, then you're just sitting there like, wow, I think I hate my life, <laughs> staring at the darkness. Like, I'm so yowza. painfully addicted to my phone that we're on the show right now, and I just realized I put my phone somewhere that's not within arm's reach. And even though I'm trying not to be on it, because I'm literally recording a podcast, mm. and I realize my phone is making a video of us. Classic. Like, I was just searching for my phone like I left it somewhere. That's phone guy stuff. Whoa. You're deep. Whoa. I guess it's a good sign that I'm just a natural on the camera, but that's not what it is. It's that I'm cripplingly addicted <laughs> to technology. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, what's going on? 
Speaking of being cripplingly addicted to technology, do you want to crack open the mailbag? I think so. I think Were you going to say, speaking of being crippled? <laughs> I, that would have been a home run based on the fact that Mike Montero, Montero, as he pronounces it, wrote us an email this week. Hmm. Famous turkey head. Let me dig that out of the bag. Yeah, my bag. <laughs> of course, Google Workspace is taking like an extra 20 minutes. Here we go. Mike Montero... Uh, freelance tech guy. Ooh. He's out there in Colorado now, so he's got a lot of time to write emails. <laughs> uh, he's also unemployed, folks. So if you know anybody that's looking for a mildly qualified uh, health insurance salesman, <laughs> that's my knowledge of what he did, <laughs> uh, then give him a call. Like if you work for, I don't know, Tufts, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, something like that, that would be his wheelhouse. Yeah, He's a hard worker. And he'll rise fast. Like a 12-year-old's dick. Uh, he said, hello, fellow men. On last week's episode, the sports corner ended without telling me to put my dick away. Hmm. So I've had it out ever since. Wow. Is it time to put it away now? I think I might have some wind burn and I'd really like to put it away. But I also really love sports. Please advise, chafed in Colorado. <laughs> I love that commitment when he's not told That's good. to put it away. He's just... Just hanging in the wind. Do you think that he's going to get in trouble? Like, he kind of can't go around with it out like that. Yeah. Him going into work or going into job uh, interviews with his dick out. Like, oh, this is a... It's a podcast thing. It's mm. the sports corner. You get it, right, folks? But yeah, you might as well keep it out if you've still got it out at this point, Monty. We'll get to the sports corner at some point shortly i'm sure i do have a sports corner this week you want to get right into it i don't see why not hit me i'm fucking with my levels right now though i'm like producing. i did notice that i'm fucking with my levels don't be fucking with my levels now i'm i'm high and you're low sam can fix it but still we don't talk enough about how good and special the boy sam is and how much i love him and want to give him like a you know a shirtless hug Sam, Sam, you really are the backbone of Enough the Podcast. And without you, it's just a couple of duds. Wow. Screaming into the void. All right, men. Speaking of the void, take that dick out. Monty's there. All right. This week, basketball legend Michael Jordan's sneakers that he wore in a game sold for $1.47 million. Is it in you? And Floyd Mayweather, boxer, refused to take a picture with a fan because he had his nails painted. Hmm. So stay tuned to the Enough the Podcast and you'll get all the news and updates that you need and the sports and you can make sure to put your dick away. Don't forget. Mm, yeah, Monty, put it away now. We're done. Or, you know, once the music subsides. Sports Corner. Wow. Real. And while we're getting into so many corners so early, do you want to take me down to the birthday corner? You know I'm a big birthday guy. He is. He, he loves to celebrate. Biggest, big celebrations always. Yeah. It's your whole thing. I'm having... There it is. I got to move my birthday music to the top. <laughs> Baby. All right. This not a ton of birthdays this week. Um, I do have a death. Wow. I'll lead with that. Gunther from the coffee shop in Friends is dead. I saw that, and I as soon as I saw it, I was like, "There's no way Ank is gonna miss this. Why I don't even I need to write it down." Why would I ever? 
Nothing better than a death. He was actually on that friend special they did on HBO Max last year. Did he look downish? He did. He like Skyped in. You could tell he was in a bad way. Bad way Boulevard. Eh. Oh, that's the good stuff. You know we love a death around here. All right. Um. So he's dead. Uh, what, what a beautiful send-off he Christopher just got. Lloyd is 83. Oh, friend oh. of the show. Oh. Hillary Clinton is 74. And Seth MacFarlane is 47. That's wow. all I saw. And Drake. It's Drake's birthday, too. He's 35. <laughs> what Champagne a bunch. turkey. What a fucked up Instagram. bunch of fucking idiots. So I hope you guys all have a lovely birthday. And yeah, that's it. We're birthday boys. We are. I think it'd be funny to be a man who gets really into astrology. I think I might make that my new thing. You in? Uh, I used to fake being interested in astrology to garner attention from women when I was single. Wow. Reveal. Sounds... I even had my chart read. Did so... you get that from the mystery book? It sounds like some... I actually got that one from uh, Style, Ooh. who is another one of those guys that if you know, you know, right, Monty? Yeah. And Parsons and Joe? I'm looking at you guys because there's a video. But yeah, I'm going to start blaming all my shortcomings on the fact that I'm a Taurus. See how that pans <laughs> out. Are you a Taurus? I am. Mm. May 9th. Wow. You remembered. Folks, send me a turkey. And one more corner. Box office corner. I'm mm. taking you down there. I don't have music for that. Dune made a yes. fortune. And they have officially greenlit Dune 2 and possibly even Dune 3. Dune 2, Dune Returns, I believe is the title. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Powerfully so. Dune 2, Back to the Dune. But yeah, Denis Villeneuve, the director of the first one, is going to be coming back and doing all these, presumably, at least the second one. That's pretty cool. But yeah, like it did really well, even considering that it had the HBO Max release. I think it made like 60 mil at the box office, which is more than they projected. 60 is solid. Yeah. That's like a very legit. Yeah. And fans, we reviewed it last week on the program. If you missed it, I enjoyed it. I actually watched it again this past week. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's a long one to settle in for in the same week. What inspired that? Were you with people again and they were like, let's watch Dune or you just got into it? Yeah. I was just like, yeah, let's throw it on again. I was kind of watching in the background. Okay. And then. What did you notice second time around? Anything special? It's a little front-loaded. I think the first half is, like, incredible, and then it slows down a bit, picks up a bit at the end. Yeah, movies tend to do that. They sort of, like, they think that they got to hook you, and then they doesn't matter what happens, and then they got to sell you at the end. Yeah. And it's like the middle of a movie is kind of the most important part on some level because that's where people shut movies. Yeah. It's like, just make it, just take out all the bad bits. Like, there's... Yeah. It's easy when you're watching it to be like... Just make it great all the way through. They could have made it an even two and it would have been so... It would have been nice and tight. Could you? Blade Runner 40, 2049 was a much better movie. Yeah. I like that one more. Also, Ryan Gosling. True. How about them apples? I mean, Dunes in theaters. Yes. We got some new movies coming out this week. Some potential future reviews. French oh. Dispatch. New Wes Anderson vehicle. I gotta see that yeah. and hate it. That's a definite. That's a, that's a hate. Why are you so dead set on hating it? I just feel like I'm definitely going to hate it, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. No, it's going to be dope. It's going to be all quirky and artsy and colorful and silly. Maybe it will be terrible, as I keep throwing out adjectives. Yeah. And also that new Edgar Wright movie, Last Night in Soho, comes out today. I'm reading that that's about like Me Too stuff. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. That it, like he had to like do research and like dig into it. I've heard it's like a time traveling, weird like horror noir thing. I've heard a lot of middling reviews, but I like his other stuff people so much. I'll hope for the best. I feel like people loved Shaun of the Dead and people loved Baby Driver, but he, his other movies, like Hot Fuzz, I feel like that was what a success in England or yeah, I love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is dope. I only watched it once. I do have that nice two disc with the nice outer case Ooh. that you enjoy so much. I think that's actually a three disc. Is it a three? I still got my eye on that. <laughs> You're still eyeing it? Well, when I get the bookshelves put up and I have all my DVDs out, we can make some trades. In. And I don't know if you saw this. Some very startling news this week. Jeremy Piven's home was burglarized. <laughs> actually, that's what I had written down to. And the, the thieves allegedly jacked... <laughs> $20,000 in clothing. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Lloyd! 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 <laughs> I need all those silly outfits for hey. when they reboot Entourage. So hopefully within the next couple years. Where are you going with those Dan Flash's shirts, vests, and scully caps? <laughs> hey, give me back that fedora. I hope they just stole his clothes, because that's what this headline makes it sound like. Like, just sneaking in there and just stealing all those dope fits. His little, like, 5'4 man trousers. <laughs> Tight little seat. And, uh, I Did wanna... you smell the seat of his chinos? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I but sure would. I want to admit this here on the pod. It was me who did this. It was you? Yes. Can I have some of the stuff? You can. We're going to split it up. Maybe I will come to this Halloween party wearing, we did this bit already, but I'm going to do it again on the air, wearing all of Jeremy Piven's clothes like Joey and Seinfeld and say, could I be wearing any more of Jeremy Piven's clothes? Green light. In honor of Gunther's memory because he's dead. Yeah. That would be a beautiful uh, happenstance. Gun to your head. Could you tell me Gunther's real name? No. Mm. Gun to your head, you know, would be similar to what happened to him because he's dead. Gun to Jennifer Aniston's head. I don't think she could tell you Gunther's real name. Oh, I, I have a lot going on. I, I can't remember. But yeah, Jeremy Piven, I'm sorry, but it was a crime of passion, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Allegedly. Just to make it all nice. I think that would be that would be okay to do it again as soon as he gets all his stuff back. Do it again. For me. You already Frank. pretended to be a, a some fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bit give up. Baby, that's a bit give up. Did you see this uh, couple, I think in California, they somehow bought Charles Manson's ashes and they used them to make tattoos of him on their bodies. Oh. They like went to a tattoo. Because you can actually do that. That's a thing. You can, Mm. I guess, get someone's ashes into the ink of a tattoo machine and then tattoo the person into your skin, which is fucking nuts. Kid, that's sick. But this like weird goth couple did it with Charles Manson. I think they paid like I want to say like a couple thousand for the for the ashes. Oof. And then like fifteen hundred bucks for each of their portrait tattoos. That's so embarrassing. Imagine being like, yeah, like this. I got a serial killer tattooed on my arm, and then like, but it's his real ashes. I'd be like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That, Why that, the fuck did you do that? I'm all excited. Like it's actually Charles Manson's ashes making hey. up this muggy tat. <laughs> I bet a lot of tattoo artists would refuse to do that. Mm. Like they just say, no, that's, I'm good. That's silly. Charles Uh, Manson was a bad dude. Ooh. Is the 
take, I will. That's my hot take. It's in the hot one. take corner. It's a piping hot one. This table God makes damn. way less noise than the other one. I don't know if you appreciate that or if that's just a, my obsessive compulsivity. I'm in. It's just a better table. The this pep- is, can I do an anti-plug? Sure. Don't ever shop at Wayfair. Any of you, ever. It's the worst company on earth. They pay their employees like crap. All of their stuff is particle board from China, and it's just trash. Okay. doesn't matter how much money you're going to save. Spend This table is from Crate and Barrel. It was the same price as the table we had from Wayfair, only this one's not going to snap in half. Plus, Ooh. they delivered it themselves and put it together. Interesting. That's a plug. Plug. Uh, Anthony Mackie, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Brie Larson will prize their roles for Avengers Quantum Encounter. Okay. Which will be an immersive cinematic technology event on a Disney Wish cruise launching in 2022. I don't know if this is a movie or if these actors are going to be on a cruise ship, like playing their silly characters. I'm confused, yeah. In some sort of a thing. But whatever it is, it's got turkey written all over it. Yeah, I'm out. Hey, it's me, Anthony Mackie. Welcome to the cruise. Make sure that if you drink any water, that it's from a bottle. The water in our system is not filtered as we are in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) Yeah, he's the new Captain America for anyone who forgot from the scintillating Falcon and the Winter Soldier Um, Disney uh, Plus series that totally exists and left a memorable impression on all who watched it. And yeah, we'll... We'll have to book seats on that cruise. Mm. We seem like Disney cruise guys. Then there's no better time to take a cruise than right in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Too. So I'm in. They stopped doing the Gronk cruise, which you know I frequented every year. So now I'm looking for a new cruise. Maybe this is it. He actually molested and raped way too many people for them to continue that. So they had to just nix the whole thing. So Gronk, you are a sex offender. Wow. Heard it here first. How dare you? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Give me that. Uh, speaking of COVID, actually, did you hear that friend of the show, Ed Sheeran, has it? Wow. You know, I didn't hear that. He's got it. He's got the COVID. Fuck. That's fine. <laughs> I miss doing the, like, which celebrities got COVID every week story. So when I see one, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. And he had to cancel his SNL appearance. Yeah, mate. Who'd they get? in play or actually that's probably tomorrow so we'll find out tomorrow folks yes and folks snl is funny this year is it i said this after the first episode now we're three eps in you're back in big time i don't know about big time but i mean it pops up on hulu sunday mornings i watch it and it's way funnier than it used to be Mm. all right all right all right um can i take you down to the breast milk corner oh that's happening again Mm. (laughs) what do you got uh, Riverdale star KJ Appa, who is the handsome redheaded guy who takes his shirt off a lot, if you remember. I yes. think he's Australian. He was in that COVID-19 Michael Bay produced movie oh, wow. Songbird that barely exists. It is on Hulu now if you want to get that in, folks. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, real turkey. Uh, anyway, he said that his wife, who is pregnant, is a milk machine oh. and he loves it. And he makes lattes with her breast milk. Wow. And he said he prefers that to his oat milk lattes that he was having prior. <laughs> Giving a plug for How's his that? wife's breast milk. This is the best shit out there. The breast milk corner, everybody. I mean, that's fine. 
They can do that if that pleases them. I'd try a breast milk latte from KJ Appa's wife. Yeah, the fact that it's a latte makes it sound like it would probably be good. If he was just like, I put it in my coffee, it'd be like, oh, you're disgusting. But he's making lattes? Yeah, he's like whipping and frothing up yeah. a boob milk. <laughs> really repug- repugnant. Doing a whole thing. It's gross. Yeah, KJ, send some over to the team here. We'll, uh, we'll drink them on you air. You spitting it out across the room because you're not a coffee guy? Disgusting. Good spit take for the fans. Did you see that Ryan Gosling is reteaming with his Blue Valentine and Place Beyond the Pines director, Derek C. in France? I did. On his new Wolfman movie that they're making at Universal and Bloomhouse. Part of their, they're like rebooting all their monsters, their classic monsters. Mm. Like they did The Invisible Man. I mean, The Invisible Man was cool. Yeah. And the guy who did that. Lee Wannell. Was supposed to do director of the Upgrade. Wolfman, yes, and star of Saw One. There it is. I'm the gonna get you, you sick asshole. But yeah, he was supposed to do this Wolfman. I guess he dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. But Derek C. in France, I like both of them, but he's kind of an upgrade, if you ask me. No pun intended. Lee I was gonna say that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that would would have scratched that. It was on purpose. That was a bit. Um, I like both of them. So Derek C. in France is cool. Mm. I would say that is definitely better, but I'm in either way. Yeah, him doing a movie like Wolfman's interesting because mm. his other stuff's more like drama. And sad. Yeah. Place Beyond the Pines is sneakily one of my favorite movies. Like, it's, it's great. so cool. I love it. I saw it the, for the first time with friend of the show, Sestino, when, when I was still living out Ooh. in Hollywood. What and up? And it was at the Arclight Theater, which is no longer in business. And I remember, I remember every, de- you remember like when you see a movie that you really love, you remember every detail. Mm. Like I remember that I brought a, a protein shake because I was in like my ultra fucking psycho phase where I like wouldn't even get movie theater food. <laughs> and it just, it was a packed house. And I remember not only did we love it, but everybody loved it. Mm. And like, there's that like packed house, everybody loved it energy. Yeah. Like when I saw, when we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like I love that. Love it. Um... Also, did you hear about, speaking of great news, did you hear what happened with Zayn Malik? I did not. Who is like the handsome tattooed guy from One Direction. He like has a solo album. He's mostly famous for dating Gigi Hadid. Mm. They broke up. And in the process, I guess, he pushed her 57-year-old mother into a dresser, injuring oh. her. Oh, my word. And he referred to her as a stupid Dutch bitch. Wow. And he and his reps are denying this, but Gigi and her mother are saying that he did do that, and we shall see what happens, because I believe I believe he has to go to court for this now. Wow. And I haven't heard you haven't heard much. He had like a solo album with a few mediocre pop songs and like One Direction's obviously done. And Harry Styles is really the only one that's kinda yeah. skyrocketed. It's fun that they followed the same like in sync trajectory totally like they broke up one of them like really popped justin timberlake and harry styles is like the timberlake oh, yeah. of one direction and all the other ones have nothing to do but get involved in scandals and like release two solo albums that nobody likes and right. just kind of to be honest when harry styles and zane both broke off on their own i was like well both of these guys are going to be successful because zane had like the look and he was like the bad boy Mm. He had like two songs that were like Pillow Talk and I can't remember the name of the other one. And I guess they did all right, but 
people stopped giving a shit. And then he pretty much just became famous for being with one of the Hadids who are like famous nothing. <laughs> also models. for reasons unknown. Right. Parts unknown. <laughs> bastard. Um, I think that's all my news, though. Did what else you got? Anything Succession good? has been renewed for season four I at did HBO. See that. I did see that. Loved it. They're only uh, a couple episodes into season three, but I've been enjoying it. I need them to pick up a little bit. I need it to heat up. Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of the who's going to be the CEO of them all in Kendall's wife's house, ex-wife's house. Yeah, because that's a lot of the show. Yeah. I feel like they'll never like resolve that because when they do, the show's kind of like over. Right. Or, you know, they'll think of a new angle. They do do that, but... There's so many other angles they could take. It's a it, There's endless possibilities with a company, I feel like. And... Yeah, if it, they need to do something wacky. I feel like yeah. something... Like Shave kills up. herself or something? <laughs> yeah, some sort of... A death? A death on that show would be fun. Mm. Spice things up. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of death, Anna de Armas in talks for a John Wick spinoff called Ballerina. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when they announced it. It's going to be about one of the, like... In the third John Wick, they showed him go to like one of the undercover assassin right. places where all this nonsense comes from. And yeah, they show they have a bunch of dancers. They're going to make a spinoff with one of them, have Anna Darmus player. I'm thinking she's back. I'm thinking she's back. As Rian said earlier, I feel like that doing a spinoff TV series or whatever is a little beneath her. Mm. Like she's like a Bond girl. She's in the mm. Knives Out. Like she could be. She needs like her rocket to the moon. Her like I don't want to say Black Widow because that's a bad example. Yeah. She needs like what like I don't know. Like I could see her with an action franchise of sorts. Oh yeah. Especially she's great in that Bond movie. They should give her character in that a spinoff. Mm. You'll hear more about that in reviews, folks. Stay tuned. Dazzling tease. And also, fun fact, I saw the first John Wick movie on the day of release seven years ago today. For real? It popped up on my Instagram on this day thing. What was seven years ago? 2014? Correct. Okay. And yeah, I remember being like, I bet this isn't good. Like, Keanu wasn't back at that point. And he was thinking he's back, but he wasn't back. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. This movie wasn't a sure thing. It wowed me and is, it wowed everybody. They're. Filming the fourth one right now. It's all happening. How about all the like... And doing spinoffs. Like, right. It's like the biggest franchise going now, suddenly. All the Keanu is such a sweetheart stories. Like he like took out his crew for beers and like bought Rolexes for everyone. It's like, okay, we get it. You're a good guy. You're the best guy. I'm a great egg. I'm one of the best eggs. <laughs> and that new Matrix movie coming on December. Keanu's back. He's very back. They need a proper Point Break sequel. Wow. How about that? Wow. That'd be fucked up and bad, but I'd watch it. They did one, right? With like... They did a remake that doesn't Dennis exist. Franz and Bill Murray. <clears throat> they need a good Point Break sequel. Get Patrick Swayze back out on the board, mm. going for it. Yeah, do, do like the like they did with Carrie Fisher in the last Star Wars. <laughs> Just like cobble together a performance with old clips of him talking. It'd be beautiful. Like clips from the 
from the 90s. Yeah. They like splice in a little of him from Donnie Darko because they run out. Yeah. Good stuff. Nobody puts Keanu in a corner. One of these days I'm like, going to be sucks. sick and dying and all the, making fun of everybody else for dying is going to feel pretty shitty. No doubt. So karma is coming for me, folks. Wow. That's my prediction. You're in the predictions corner. <laughs> and I know you're real fired up about uh, the new Pixar movie Lightyear. Starring Chris Evans as uh, the voice of Buzz Lightyear. And folks who might not remember, this isn't a movie about Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is a movie about... You are a toy! This is a movie about the fake real-life astronaut that the toy in the Toy Story universe is based on. It's simple. Don't you get it? Chris Evans did a whole thing like explaining the roundabout nonsense of this movie and... It'll just never make sense. Do you think he's going to hang Dong in this? I do. Hmm. I do think his astronaut character, Buzz Lightyear, is going to show his uh, CGI dick. Nice. For some reason. <laughs> in this Pixar movie. Somebody somebody wrote, this Buzz Lightyear looks like a guy who would take off his body cam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> he's like some shitty white cop. <laughs> yeah, he looks like gritty and slightly different. This is just embarrassing. Um, I'm in. Oh, Can't you're in? Wait. <laughs> this is something... Might tell people it's my favorite movie. What do you think? When it pops up on Disney+, Plus, I'll half watch it and then shut it off in disgust. They should definitely do a Disney Plus theater combo release and not just pump it through theaters because no one cares. I think this is going to be theaters only. I think I saw that in the trailer. Why, though? Kids don't... Great question. Are, are people going to the theater again? Like, are I mean, people back? Scotty is. But yeah. I mean, we never left. We were going, like, I remember seeing Tenet when, like, no one was going to the movies. Flick. But yeah, this guy Jesse Hawken had a great tweet. Jesse, man! An origin story of a cartoon character who is a toy who first appeared on screen 26 years ago. Our popular culture is in a death spiral. And I couldn't agree more. So snarky and perfect. At Jesse Hawken. He's got great tweets. H-A-W-K-I-N? E-N. E-N. Glad we clarified. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah. It's a shame how, like, for your, I, I can't stop thinking about your point from last week about how, mm. um, and I don't remember what movie you were talking about. Now I'm spacing out. But every time a good, oh, The Last Duel. Mm. Every time a, an original, like, you know, actually written script by people that matter, that's expensive and big budget, like, you know, like a movie, yeah. bombs, it sets us back. And that's why we get movies like Lightyear. Right. It's where they're just like, I guess this is a sure thing. It's got stupid Buzz Lightyear in it. Well, because now anyone like Ridley Scott, Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon all have to play it safe now mm. with their next, whatever it is that they do. Because yeah. you can't, you know, you don't want to get that... uh Taylor Kitsch stink on you and do like mm. whatever, like five fucking bombs in a row. Speaking of that, I saw earlier on Instagram, I sent it to you that <laughs> Peter Berg, director of the film Battleship, which starred Taylor Kitsch, had a post where he was holding up the board game with uh, Taylor and they're both like doing the peace sign. He's like, we just got greenlit, implying that Battleship 2 somehow got greenlit. Which is a great bit because that Very would obviously funny. never happen. It's one of the 
biggest blockbuster bombs of all time. Buh, buh, buh. You gotta do better than that. But I also would like him to make a sequel and him to sneak Mark Wahlberg into it because he does that with all hey, his movies. I'm out on a ship. I can't believe I wasn't in the first battleship. We better not get too close to it. <laughs> To China, because there's Asians there. Oh. If anything happens, I'm here. And there's going to be a lot of blood in that cockpit. Hmm. <coughs> I've been awake since three in the morning doing push-ups. Yeah. For my little guy chest. You know about my routine. Look how jacked I am. I'd give anything just to be more than 5'3". Also, the trailer for that new Uncharted movie with me and Tom Holland came out. It looks like dog shit. But check it out. Tom Holland's hard at work on Cherry 2. <laughs> Probably. Going out off book. <clears throat> Cherry's Jubilee. The sequel. And what else do we have? Uh, the first of those 14 South Park films releases at the end of next month on Paramount Plus. A Paramount Plus exclusive. It's called South Park Post-COVID. So I'm Focus sure it'll have on. a bunch of like already mildly dated COVID jokes and Stan's dad will be selling weed as he has been for the past 400 seasons. Although, I don't know, maybe it'll be good. I don't have high hopes, I'm but st- I do love them and I'll watch it, obviously. Yeah, I'm still like kind in on South Park, even though I'll I feel like it out. hasn't been great for some time. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Shit. And John Krasinski announced his next movie is a fantasy comedy starring himself and Ryan Reynolds. John Krasinski will write and direct. How does that grab you? I thought Ryan Reynolds was taking a hiatus. I guess not. I was all excited for that hiatus. Yeah, so was I. I mean, Krasinski slid him a script that just wowed him, I guess. This can't miss. Hey, how about we play the two most annoying, oversaturated fucking sidecars in the world? Sigh. That's a heavy sigh. Yeah. That, uh, also Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Fiona Shaw will be in it. I mean, they're good. I'd like to see them in something else that didn't involve Ryan Reynolds Is and Krasinski. Is there going to be a, but... uh, season three or whatever? I don't think so. Is that done? I think she said that was the end. There was just two, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the cool British move with shows. You do two six-episode seasons, you get out of there. I don't like you that. Give it. me more. Kid needs more. And we also got the new Roland Emmerich movie, Moonfall, starring, uh, starring Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson to look forward to. In this movie, I don't know if you saw the trailer, probably not because of your no trailer thing. No trailers. But the title's very literal. It's called Moonfall, and this movie's about the moon falling, like colliding with Earth. For real? <laughs> yes. That sounds dumb. And from visionary director Roland Emmerich, who, he does all these movies. Like, the Day After Tomorrow, like the yes. disaster shit? Okay. All, any disaster movie like that in the past 20 years, he's probably involved. Like For Geostorm, yeah. fucking 2012. Did he do Greenland? I don't think he did, but he should have. I feel like he at least must have produced it. Right, right. He probably had his mitts in there For somewhere. whatever reason, I had this Roland Emmerich and Terrence Malick confused in my head, and they're both just like... <laughs> they oh, couldn't God. be farther apart. <laughs> Terrence Malick makes like classy nature epics. And Roland Emmerich destroys the world in increasingly silly fashion. Mm. 
I'll probably see Moonfall in the theater, fucked up fashion. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have too much more news. You want to take a little break? And we're going to watch Lamb, the new movie from A24 that is apparently not a horror movie, mm. but they try to make it look like one in the trailer. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it. We're going in relatively blind to this very artsy new A24 picture we're called Lamb. Naked. Can I sneak in my Halloween take before sure. we break? Because people online seem to enjoy this. Michael Myers in the Halloween movies is merely trick-or-treating. And if someone just gave him some candy, he would stop killing people. What do you think? That's probably fair. I mean, no one ever really <laughs> tested that theory out. He's floored. Yeah, give him some fucking candy, guys. Come on. I've been eating candy all week. I feel great. That'd be a fun... If that's how the new trilogy ends, with Jamie Lee Curtis just like giving him a nice king-size hundred grand, be like, thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> the end. That would be dope for me. But yes, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome back, guys. Um, we just watched an A24 Swedish original, Lamb. Yes. A24, famous for their animal movies. Mm-hmm. We did Pig on the program. They had First Cow earlier in the year. Did you watch that? I did. I loved it. I was going to say, I feel like you're going to love that. I'd hate it, wouldn't I? It's a little slow, but so was Lamb, which you just enjoyed. I would say it was probably the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, ever? Ever. <laughs> From director Vladimir Johnson, Hansen. One of our favorites here at the mm. program. Who actually, little known fact, worked as a special effects guy on Batman Begins. Oh. And The Tomorrow War and Oblivion. And then this was, I guess, his... Directorial debut, I believe. Interesting. I like when they give a guy like that. School on the debut, but I'm down. But I like when they give a guy like that, like his own. You know, they give him a shot after years as a worker, somewhat on the sidelines. I like that. But yeah, this I got a little summary for this picture called Lamb, which is still in theaters, but now on iTunes. It's about a childless couple discover a mysterious newborn on their farm in Iceland. The unexpected prospect of family life brings them much joy before... I'm not going to finish that because that's just spoiler city. Mm. But yeah, that's the setup. Yeah, the before, then... It's a a dark, bleak kind of flick. I was quite surprised Mm. at a lot of what happened. Um, It's a tough movie to dance around with spoilers, and I don't want to spoil because it is interesting and worth watching. Yeah, I think... We can spoil the fact that it's about like a lamb baby, a lamb boy. They show that much in the trailer. I don't think that's it's in the trailer. Too spoilery. Um, they use that little man technology <laughs> from the Martin uh, Wayans movie Little Man that we've loved so much here at the program. They literally do. You can tell when he said that. I, it clicked in immediately, and I was just like, "That's yeah," because they're putting a lamb's head on top of this. No, Kid's not body. Yet. I'm in timeout. I actually thought it was very charming. Every time they showed him like wearing a coat and like bidding around Just in lamb mode. Anthropomorphized, if yeah. you will. 
Yeah, I, I I got a kick out of that. It was a laugh every time the lamb would pop on screen. I was like, this new this fucking rascal's the new Paddington, as far as I'm concerned. It's pretty much that school of movie. Yeah. Like where you root for this odd character, like a yeah. fish out of water. I don't know. It's it this is obviously a lot darker than Paddington and, and way less music and fun. Almost no music at all, in fact, as we like to call cutlass. Cutlass. Yeah, which was interesting. This movie had a nice vibe. Yeah. It's like watching a really beautiful screensaver. It had a very picturesque landscape. Yeah. I said. You called it peaceful. Like watching it was <laughs> peaceful. And I was like, Yeah, it kinda is. I could I could probably meditate to that movie, or at least stretches of that Definitely. movie. Where it's just like <laughs> silence and like noises of like the grass as they're tending to their lambs, one of whom is a boy. But yeah. A little slow in the middle. A little slow. But what are you giving it on letterbox? This has like three, maybe three point five written all over it, out of five, of course, mm. for fans who are. I'm gonna aware. say three point five. This which mo- is a solid score. Yeah, that's for, more than especially solid. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you dug this so much. Not that I, I didn't, I am just such an a- yeah, it doesn't seem like a me kind of flick, I get that. But yeah. I am such an A twenty four fanboy. Mm. Like if the trimmings are there, the look, the feel of cotton. I'm in. He's in. I'm an easy sell when it comes to if it has that like A24 stink on it. Mm. I'm subscribing. Yeah, and it very much does and just like the look of it. Like oh, as yeah. soon as it started, I was just like I could have told you this was an A24 movie even if I wasn't aware of such a thing. I would say a lot of people who listen to the program may not enjoy this. Yeah, and I will say I like that A24 puts such odd movies like this in theaters. Like we're talking about, you gotta give it up for original movies coming out. This was, you know, yeah. didn't knock my socks off, but it was original. I'll give it that. A- Apple offering them a nice billion, <laughs> yeah. just water down their content. That'll probably happen. I know it will, and I'm gonna soak up. Excuse me, soak up as many of these caliber films as mm. I can until it does happen. Yeah. But I thought this was good. $20 rental on iTunes. Um, yeah. You guys can probably wait for it, to be honest. But It had moments or stretches that were so boring. I was like kind of respecting it. I was just like, damn. <laughs> they don't even care about nope. keeping this moving at all. And yeah, like towards the end, I was kind of like falling out of love with it. And was about to be like, this could have been a short film. But that ending kind of wowed great me. Great beginning, great ending certain parts of the middle could have been a little more sped up but really big finish i accidentally spoiled this movie a little bit by reading a summary because i got confused by one part and i like to know exactly what's happening yeah and this is a subtitled film we should mention i said it was swedish honestly i could be wrong but he has the same last name as one of my clients Mm -hmm. who is swedish and so i'm just like and we thought the language was Swedish, but we are a couple of dumb guys. The Swedish. Mostly Swedish. <clears throat> and also, I thought it was funny, this movie had boobs in it. Wouldn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's funny when like a classy, serious movie has tits in it. <laughs> I-, I like the idea of someone jerking off while watching Lamb. <laughs> a younger version of either you or me. 
Oh, yeah. Would have, without question. No doubt. Just right in there. But yeah, go into this expecting like a bit of a slow burn, weird, artsy kind of deal. Mm. You'll have some fun. Lamb, now in theaters, on demand. I'm an old, broken down piece of meat. Are you alone? Yeah, I'm alone. He's alone. He's alone. <laughs> weird to play that in the middle of the show. Monty just got so confused. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the estate? Sure. That, to me, was the fun movie of the week. This was kind of fun. Right? That was a movie about a rich kid and his stepmother, and they... The father is played by Eric Roberts, mm. and they don't like him. He's out. He's a philanderer. He's out cheating, whatever. And they kind of team up to get his money. Yeah. And They meet a guy at a club who's like, oh, you guys don't like, you know, this character? I'll kill him for you. And then right. it, like, you know, goes from there type deal. Some guy who is like a... Claims that he's an assassin and just isn't. Yeah. So it's a messy movie. It has what's her face from Happy Endings, whose name I can't recall. Eliza Coop. Good. She's pull. good. And yeah, the main guy I'd never seen anything before, but he reminded me of like a gay Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. <laughs> it's like the exact thing. That's a little redundant, don't you think? <laughs> God is ass. Uh, <laughs> This is like an everybody's going to die kind of movie. You feel it right away. Yeah. It has like that. To me, I made gave it an interesting meets. I said it was teaching Mrs. Tingle meets Schitt's Creek. Ooh. I got a, another meets for What's you. What's your meets? I can't remember the name of one of them. Do you remember that weird true story gay porn movie that Christian Slater was in? Oh, King about, Cobra. Yes. This movie is old boy meets King Cobra. What do you think? How, why, kinda, old, why old boy? It gets a little spoilery, but that ending with the twist, earmuff it fans, so I can tell Ang about the Just ending. tell me off air. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll tell you off air. It'll make sense later. You'll be like, wow, that was the fucking meats of the year. <laughs> I'm like thinking, oh, but why yeah, am I yawning? It's seven. This is a movie like, when I was watching it, I was like, I've seen movies like this before, but... It's fine, because this is a good version of a movie like that, if that makes any sense. Like a nasty, silly, buttery comedy thriller that's, you know, got a dark edge to it. Very dark, dark and twisted. Ominous. I think the Joker might have written this movie. He's pretty twisted. He is, it's true. But yeah, you know, like you said, like, it's predictable. Everyone gets embroiled with the madness, keeps escalating. And yeah, has a wild twist. Interesting ending, just like Lamb. A lot of fun endings this week. But yeah, this is on iTunes. Would you give this a thumbs up recommendation to the team? I believe I gave it a three out of five. Maybe two and a half. Might have been a two and a half. But I, I had fun with it. It's stupid, but it was fun. Right in that meaty part of the curve. It'll be on Netflix or one of those, probably Hulu shortly. It's, mm. it's the kind of movie that like you pay for, you pay for it and then you go ah fuck. Yes. Um, I wouldn't rush out, but I, I did have fun with it. I will never watch it again. But if it came on and I was somewhere, I wouldn't be furious. That's my recommendation. That's fair. Can I tell you about my trip to the pictures to see the latest Jimmy Bond movie last week? Sure. 
Folks, I went to see No Time to Die, the much-delayed final Daniel Craig entry in his run as Jimmy Bond. Saw this at the Braintree AMC with friend of the show, Joey. How you doing, bud? Lots of butter. We like the butter. (laughs) That's true. And yeah, I don't think James Bond movies need a summary. It's about a cool guy who wears suits and beds babes around the globe and shoots people. Just like Ank. <laughs> Ank is in the running to play the new version of James Bond. This is true. Because Daniel Craig has left the mantle. Only instead of like foiling criminals, it's just a lot of me trying to find restrooms with my irritable bowel syndrome and yes. bladder. <laughs> That'll be just as popular, I imagine. I think so. Yeah. Like I'm in a suit using a gas station bathroom, just making a mess. Yeah. But I mean, this lovely music we're listening to, I like how Bond movies still do the extended opening credits sequence with a lot of fanfare and like an artsy tapestry thing going on. And a Bond song, this one was by Billie Eilish, who's... um, Has recently been activated. Oh shit, is that true? That's true. I wasn't aware of this. Uh, I like my popcorn with, uh, (laughs) with butter, lots of butter. We like the butter. That is Joey, and... Notably, he did not have a popcorn when we went to the pictures. He's in skinny boy season. Yeah. And yeah, he actually brought some healthy snacks, like some pumpkin seeds, some other stuff. It's a terrible snack. I know. It was <laughs> upsetting. I like the idea of healthy snacks, but... My know. idea of a healthy snack is uh, nothing. Ooh, yep. folks. That's it for me, That's folks. a bit give up. That's it for me. Were you going to go sexual there? I honestly wasn't sure. Okay. That's, I went into that one blind that's fair not good but yeah this movie was good for the most part i thought it was very well directed by carrie fukunaga who the fuck is that you might know him no bond movies famously use a different person every time except sam mendes did skyfall and specter two in a row first time specter right it's an awful one it's very bad. That was the last one before this one. So I think Daniel Craig came back for one final one. He was like, I need to end on a better note than the fucking turkey everybody hated. And yeah, this was way better than Spectre. It was too long. It was legitimately two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, that's And it feels it. The first hour was like flawless and had no fat on it. And I was like, this is like the best James Bond movie ever. And then it hits a fucking brick wall for a while. But it picks back up. It's got some fun. Anna de Armas in this movie? Maybe the best anyone has ever looked on Earth in anything. She's a strong six. Oh, a six. Mm. Oh, Anna de Armas is a six. That's what you're saying right here now, on the record, on audio and video. Two records. You know Ben Affleck listens to this program. Wouldn't that be nice? He's going to be upset that you're... No, she's a babe. Yeah. It's like unreal. It's like laughable. I preferred her in War Dogs. (laughs) I mean... Flick of a lifetime. I always forget that movie exists. But yeah, she's just like all dolled up and wearing this dope dress. It's like laughable every time she comes onto the scene. Uh, the Q in this movie, they reveal, is gay. I wrote in my notes, LGBTQ. That's funny. He loves it. <laughs> I was hoping you'd make a Q and on joke, but they're both good. There he is. Rami Malek is the villain of this picture. and uh, How'd he do? 
He, I, he didn't bother me as much as I thought he was going to, mainly because he's not in it that much. I'm a fan of mischief. <laughs> and his character in this movie definitely was a fan of mischief. Mm. And it's calling all, uh, causing all sorts of trouble for Jimmy. But yeah, this movie, it felt compelled to give like too much closure, which made the movie too long. They tried to like wrap everything up and like bring back a bunch of characters who were in some of the different Daniel Craig movies. And it's like, come on, you guys can speed they were this up. Doing too much. Yes. If you will. No time to die. There was too much time to die. Folks. <laughs> and yeah, Ralph Fiennes plays M in these movies. I hadn't seen him in anything in a while. He looks kind of weird with a nose after you see him as Voldemort for a while. Oh. Even though I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. I watched uh, The Chum Scrubber oh. recently where he so plays like this weird... Have you seen that movie? I think it exists. I did when it first came out. I remember a little about it. He's in that and he plays the father of this kid and he's like going through like some sort of a crisis and he's just like very weird through the whole movie. Mm. And it, like you said, it's weird seeing him outside of Voldemort. Yeah. Not even that I'm that big of a Potter guy. Yeah, same. Because I think he might even have like bigger, better roles, but that's just kind of his thing. Like, Grand Budapest Hotel he's good in. I forgot he was in that. I like him in that a lot. But yeah, this Bond movie, this one had some good jokes. Give it some credit for that. Funny Bond. Probably credit to the Phoebe Waller-Bridge rewrite she did of this movie. I think this movie went through like a bunch of rewrites. I hate that. Because Danny Boyle was supposed to direct it. Then he... Something happened at the last second. They brought this guy in. But yeah. Way too long in the second half. But I'm just, we're saying about every movie tonight. Had a great ending. Mm. They nailed this ending. Something different for a Bond movie. Really, uh... Struck me, as they say. I recommend it. It's still in theaters, but it'll probably be out on demand in no time. I'll watch it when it's on TV. In no time to die. Two and a half hours is two hours and forty-five minutes rather is for a. I haven't seen notably any of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, whether in the theater or on TV. That's like a bit I have. Oh, you haven't? None of them? None of them. Oh wow! People think I'm crazy. They go, "You never saw Casino Royale?" I'm like, "Nope." That is a hot one. That's definitely the best of the ones he made, I would say. Oh, the Skyfall's fun. Like what else did we watch this week, Ray? That Curb premiere was a hot one. Ooh, yes. That Talking was really about good. Plopping. If you <laughs> haven't seen the new Curb, it's been a long time coming. I feel like we had a big Curb hiatus. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was gone for years. Then season 10 came back. And now this is season 11, like a year or two after that. But yeah, I'm just... Love the show's back, still existing. I feel like they'll do a 12th. I mean, why not? Keep it rolling. How many seasons? I feel like it's now becoming one of the shows with the most seasons in history, right? 12 for a show that's not on like an ABC. Well, it's only... So it's, they're on 11. Always Sunny's got it by like five seasons at this point. Yeah. But it's beating everything they never took a HBO. break. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for an HBO show. This is wild. Yeah. Because, like, technically, FX is network, right? Yes, I think. That's... I think it's, like, premium cable. Like, like I'm sure, like, a network exec would be able to discuss this better. But yeah, I see the FX as, like, an extension of almost, like, a Fox, even though they're not the same company. But, like, it's, like, mm. that kind of network where it's, like, not, but it is. Whereas HBO is 
premium cable. Premium Rush. I, I just, I forgot how much I enjoy watching the show. Like mm. I didn't actually love last season. I must admit, this episode already is funnier. I think than most of what I remember of last season. Yeah, it's got a lot, a lot of fun like Popeyes. Albert Brooks playing himself, who is the brother of the guy who played Funkhauser, which is a is fun, he really? Yeah. Uh, Bob Einstein. Yeah. Is, Super Dave Osborne. He's Dave Osborne's brother in real life. True. So it's nice that like people don't know, don't know Funkhauser died. So bringing in Albert Brooks is a. Uh, that's a nice, nice hat tip, yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. And the bit of LD dating Lucy Liu, I thought was great. Her, was she explained at all in the previous season? No. That was her being on the show at all. It was brand new. Funny. Which I thought that was a great bit. Just like, eh, I'm bringing Lucy Liu to, over to the party at Jeff's. Him walking into the glass door. Yeah. Just the plop stuff. I don't want to give away all the jokes, but it, it I have high hopes for this season. Mm. It's going to be cooking with gas. I can feel it. Yeah, very on board. Larry and Susie, still great. Duo of a lifetime. Incredible banter. And do we want to talk about Roadrunner? Sure. That Anthony the Bourdain? Anthony Bourdain doc, yeah. That's on iTunes. Um, I didn't take any notes on it, but it was excellent, I thought. Yeah, that, I wasn't the biggest fan of his show. Or not, not a fan, I just didn't watch his show. The because parts unknown yeah sure because i just wasn't really aware of it but he's really good he's a great talker he i fell in love with him by listening to both kitchen confidential and his other book the name actually escapes me but i mm. listened to both and it's just easy to listen to an audiobook read by the guy that wrote it and like kind of fall in love with him a little bit in the sense of just like, he's such a fucking cool dude. He seems like such a hang. He's so interesting. Like I can imagine, like if he were here right now, I feel like I'd just be boring the shit out of him. Like he's like, Oh yeah, I've traveled the world and I've eaten all these weird things and like scorpion eyeballs. And I'm wearing a fucking tank top. I bought on Amazon in the basement for the 142nd Friday night in a row. Hi. Yeah, he makes being a chef seem like fun and exciting. Right. I was watching this like, fuck, this looks like great. And I've worked in plenty of restaurants. I hated all of them, like deeply. But I was watching this like, ooh, this looks like fun and romantic. Yeah, it's not that cool. But he has, I don't know, he just has a way about him. And like this movie, or this doc, I should say, was sad in the sense that it covered the angle of him obviously having killed himself and just the way his close friends and family, not really family, but friends, felt about it. Yeah. They're like kind of mad at him, which is, I think, a pretty real human response. Yeah, I like seeing stuff like that in doc, where they like step out for a second and be like, hey, let's get real. (laughs) Fucking one of his friends, yeah, that chef guy. Yeah, he he was good. uh, He's in... uh, that the chef's another one, but David Cho was the uh, Asian artist. He's the guy. Oh yeah. He famously like painted the murals at Facebook for stock, mm. and I think they're worth like six hundred million dollars now. We did the math on it the other day. And if he didn't like sell them all, but even if he did, I mean, he has tons of other money coming in. I think he sells paintings for God knows how much. And he, David yeah. Cho is actually super interesting. I've heard he had a podcast too, mm. uh, with Asa Akira, the porn star, I think. And then I think he would come on Joe Rogan a lot. There's a few episodes. Of, there's an episode of Joe Rogan where he has the same breakdown about um, Bourdain. And it's oh, okay. super interesting. That's cool. 
But yeah, this and yeah, the Queens of the Stone Age singer is in this movie. I guess yeah. they were good buddies, which is cool too. Yeah. Yeah, they get into addiction, celebrity, why we do the things we do. Good revealing portrait of a documentary, I That's would say. Called Roadrunner. It is a reasonable rental price. I waited till it dropped from 19.99. I was like, I'm not paying the $20 for this. Yeah. I pay $20 for enough like new release movies. Like I'm not jumping in and paying $20 for a documentary. I don't care how much I love this guy. The movies. The documentaries. <laughs> Should we make a Vin Diesel documentary? Folks, um, we'll report back on that. Having never met him and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. An unauthorized family cut. The movies. Hell yes. I think that's basically all we watched all this week. Yeah. Can we watch Wedding Crashers? That sure. would bring me a lot of joy. Seems dope. Cool. He's in. Play, start the timer. I don't... What is Hot Route? Hot route. Stand on the other side, Hot route. Hot route. Bradley Cooper throwing like legitimate football game hand signs like it matters. The sack. Sack from sack. Oh. That's what we call a sack lunch. Gotcha. In hindsight, like, think of how inappropriate this is as Owen Wilson's like tackling his fiance as he like knocks down this guy, like, guy that he just met. The whole thing is unfathomable. It's a little silly. No, he's fine. I can't breathe. What's that? I can't breathe. No, no, no. I think he's really hurt. I also love the bit of it. Like, Vince would just beat him up. He's like a foot taller than him. Yeah. He just like do it. And I know it's a comedy and they have to do the whole thing. But we here at the program like to debunk any and every movie that we comes do. in front of our faces. We just chop it up. Yeah. such a movie like Todd's literally on the sidelines of this football game with an easel like painting just to show the difference between him and everybody else with that scarf in the middle of the summer yeah good the good stuff powerfully directed by David Dobbin on, upon this you know fragmented watch of this movie I'm realizing how much I love the Todd character give me to watch yeah he's a fucking scene stealer if there ever was one what do you got for plugs kid I mean, just the usual. Follow us on all the stuff. Check out the latest episode of The South Shore Boys. Just came out yesterday. First one in a couple weeks, folks. You're going to want to hear it. It's brand new. And maybe have a goo. What are you plugging? Hankfit.com. That's it. And if anybody knows the uh, building inspector in the city of Newton, I need you to do a favor for me. Wink, wink. Oh. How's that sound? What the fuck? I need a big, I need you to go give him a big smooch and a hug. Oh, maybe show up with an envelope? A taste. A taste. Get hey. this project moving, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Ankfit.com. I'm not sure exactly what we'll be watching next week, but maybe we'll be better about letting you know what that is We're gonna on watch the paranormal social media. Activity, yeah. I think. On Paramount Plus, there's a new paranormal activity movie. 
We'll check that out and a bunch of other stuff. Folks, till next time, that's enough. <clears throat> Have a good one, everybody. Could you? Would you? Should you? You should. <laughs>